Welcome back to Round Guy Radio. We're talking Waco Warriors football with Coach Edeker. Welcome back to the program, Coach. Thanks for having me, Dave. Well, uh, uh, you got a big win, a uh, real big win this week. Uh, uh, let our listeners know who you played, where the game was, and what the score came out. Uh, we played Iowa Valley. Uh, we were at Iowa Valley in Marengo, and we ended up winning 54-26. Well, Iowa Valley is a really, really great team. Uh, it was a, a, a hard-fought win. Uh, uh, why don't you go a little bit over how it was and, and kind of uh, – there wasn't much scoring there for quite a while, was there? No, first quarter was 3 nothing. Uh, you know, both defenses played really well in the first half. Uh, they really uh, looked to take – you know, they did a great job of scouting us and knowing what we wanted to do, and they took that away really well. Um, you know, Isaac didn't have anybody to throw to. He ended up getting a couple of things, just threw the ball away early. Uh, they took our, our primary pass routes away, did a great job on those, and, and they really did a nice job of, of while they're staying on those, we're able to fill the gaps and, and control our run game. Uh, you know, our, our three points came on a field goal from Simeon Reichenbach, and that was after an interception. We, we picked off, picked them off, and we started about the 20, and I don't think we even got a first down. I think it was three and out and then kicked the field goal for the three points, which, you know, it's nice for Sim, to have Simeon that, you know, to get those points on the board. You don't see a lot of field goals in eight man, but, you know, you see a lot of teams chasing points by doing two-point conversions instead of kicking extra points. So we figure anytime we can get a field goal like that, that's just like getting a couple extra points in. Um, so, you know, that was that was beneficial to us. And then as the second quarter went on, we were able to to adjust. Uh, you know, we, we, we switched uh, some pass routes. We, we, we made some adjustments there, and we were able to move the ball. And we scored 20 points in the second quarter. Uh, we have 23 nothing at half. Simeon kicked two more field goals in the second quarter. I mean, they still did a nice job defensively of stopping our drives, but we were able to drive far enough that Simeon could uh, to get in the you know get the field goals in. We got a couple touchdowns in there too. Still, um, so I mean, it was it was a you know it was close. It was 23 nothing at, at half, and you know both teams were playing really solid defense. And then we came the second half and. We made a few more adjustments. I mean, you know, in eight-man, we got a lot of guys that are playing both ways. So, you know, halftime was the first time we actually got to sit down and talk to our offensive line as a group and and make a few adjustments, and, and that came out real well. Uh, you know, Simeon scored twice. The first play of the second half, he went 70 yards for a touchdown, and and then he scored um, on a um, 49-yard field goal to make it 33 nothing. Uh, so we were, you know, we were rolling pretty good there in the second half. It, it came out quick. That was a school record for Simeon with a 49 yard field goal. Um, we were able to, you know, Iowa Valley then got on the board. They, they started to, to, to do some things. They made some adjustments in the second half and, and, you know, they scored once and then we ended up our, our final score in the third quarter was a, a five yard pass to Cody Graber. Uh, did a really nice job, a little fade route in the corner and Isaac threw it in a great position for him and, you know, it, it just sort of went back and forth, then a, a, a little bit of scoring in the second half. But, you know, for the most part, we, we did a really nice job of, of controlling the line of scrimmage and, and doing what we wanted. And, you know, like I said, we got up 33 nothing, and then it was just sort of a, a control the clock and hold on and, and get to the point where we could get the win. Well, uh, I was watching uh, the game I had on quite a bit of the time. Uh, excellent coverage this week. The, the camera angles, the all of that were, were terrific. It was a uh, – it was uh, – uh, Really, as far as the camera angles and stuff goes, it was the best high school game I saw. Uh, that well, we've, we've really we've struggled with that a little. We've had trouble with cameras and everything, and and they're really sort of dialing it in now. Uh, 
they were trying to, to use our camera and, and combine with us. So we only had to have one in our, our broadcast group, uh, our Waco Warriors live group. They do a really nice job and they've just got to the point where they're taking their own camera now and they just use their own camera and they don't have to worry about uh, our high school camera. And it, it's worked really well for them. So it should be a, a really good product uh, the rest of the way out here. Yeah, you're getting close-ups and good camera angles and and, and it's covering the whole thing uh you know, just for example, I was watching Columbus too at the same time, and they were using that that computerized camera, but it bounces yeah. around all the time, makes it really hard to watch. You know, it's like mm-hmm. watching it in a boat with waves or something. You know, <laughs> it just comes up and down. But you guys, yeah, the you know, it, it's what they're doing is really hard to do, and uh, I, I like how you guys, you know, you were able to get stuff up even if it wasn't the greatest. Everything, you know. We can still see it to where each week it's it's better, and you got great broadcasters and everything. I uh, I was kind of wondering how far that field goal was. I was like, wow, that was a long one, you know, uh, that that one that was forty nine yards. I didn't know how I was I was going to ask you how how far yep. that was. Well, let me ask you, uh, how frustrating is it to to coach against Waco when you can't stop Simeon even when you stop him? You know, I have no clue on that. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, you, you, you keep him from scoring a touchdown us. on you, and he hits a fifty-yard field goal on you. I mean, uh, it just there isn't really no safe place on the field for him, is there? No, and I tell you what, a lot of teams like to onside kick in eight-man football. Uh, they they take you know just like going for two all the time. They the onside kick, trying to to get a, a free possession out, you know, or an extra possession that way. And, and when teams do that to us with Simeon's leg, I mean, we're almost in field goal range already. Uh, you know, we get the ball just on the other side of the 40. And if we can get one first down, we can we can be in Simeon's field goal range. So it, it really helps. Um, you know, it, it's just an added an added bonus. Uh, you know, I think he's got five or six field goals on the year already. Obviously, four last game is, is a school record, too. We've never kicked four field goals in a game before. But, uh, you know, that's a sort of a testament to Iowa Valley, too, that they held us to four field goals. I mean, four different times we were driving and and they were able to step up and, and make plays. Uh, you know, they were a, a quality team. Yeah, they did. You know, great, and I they, think they, we they, did they, a really nice job of adjusting to them and, and making them, uh, you know, to get what we wanted. They, they probably had the best defensive game plan against you all season, don't you think? They did. They they played real well. You know, they, they did some things that took away uh, some of our main plays. And I thought our kids did a really, really good job of adapting, you know, of, of being coachable and, you know, Sometimes when you tell kids, hey, we need to do it this way, it just doesn't happen because they can't adjust on the fly. It's too quick. They need that practice time to, to get some reps in. And, you know, like I said, we, we made an adjustment at halftime on how to block our, our off tackle, and we ran the very first play of the game, and he went 70 yards in the second half. So, I mean, our kids instantly, uh, you know, took to it and, and did a nice job of adjusting, and I was real, real happy with that. So uh, let's talk about let's talk about the rest of the special teams real quick. Uh, I don't know if Mason did any punting or or anybody did any returning or maybe somebody got a nice tackle you want to mention. Well, you know, big thing on special teams was is, is Iowa Valley kicked off four times and all four were were onside or squibs. Uh, you know, we did a nice job of getting on the ball and making sure we didn't give them any extra possessions by giving up an onside kick. So that was big for us. We didn't. We, we really emphasized the fact that we didn't want to give up the onside kicks. We sort of gave up our kickoff returns. Uh, we just put a guy back and let him get as much as possible, which, you know, they started seeing and just kicked the ball deep on a squib, and we ended up having some long fields. But I thought we, we did a nice job of, of working with that and still moving the ball. 
you know, punting wise, we punted twice. Simeon punted once and it went in the end zone and Simeon cramped up in the second half and we missed him for most of the third quarter. So Mason did punt once. So, I mean, we were okay. I mean, we did, they did okay. It was nothing special. You know, the highlight obviously was the four field goals. Well, let's talk about, uh, let, let's talk about the offense and uh, just get to cover some of the stats and who, who got the yards and, and uh, the passing and the running and, and the touchdowns. Yeah. You know, Isaac did his his normal sixty percent and above. Uh, he was he was twelve of twenty for sixty percent and had hundred and fifty yards passing. Uh, Odie Sheffentuk had uh, had a touchdown catch from him, and so did Cody Graber. So I mean, he spread it around to, to six different receivers. Again, Mason had a couple catches, and Loudon had a catch, and uh, let's see who else had a catch. Oh, and Reese uh, Reese Oswald had a catch out of that. Simeon had a catch in there. So you know, we threw to six different receivers. Uh, Cody Graber was our leader. He had six catches for us, did a nice job coming back. He's, he's really working well into our passing game now. Um, you know, and then Simeon had a big second half. He had 180 yards total and 157 of that came in the second half. Uh, he had a 70 yard touchdown run. He had a 42 yard touchdown run. Uh, he had a 24 yard touchdown run. So, you know, once we started figuring out what they wanted to do defensively and, and started to adjust it and block it, uh, correctly, we we had a had a big big second half on the ground. Well, let's talk about your defense. Uh, they uh, Iowa Valley is a team that consistently puts seventy points up on the board. You you probably held them close to forty or fifty points below their their average scoring. Uh, well, uh, although would, they did get some they 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 did get their their numbers at the end of the game. Uh, uh, what what did you do well against them? We who, tackled well. Uh, you know, we knew coming in that they wanted that, you know, they, they liked to throw the ball deep. They wanted to, they want to be a big play team. And we, we really worked hard at taking that away. We probably played our D backs too far back. Uh, so they weren't able to throw deep and they just threw a lot of stop routes. Uh, they followed EV's plan and threw a lot of stop routes and we just came up and tackled them. Um, you know, it's tough to run stop routes all the way down the field and get to the end zone because as you get closer to the end zone, you get, you know, less, less yardage and our guys don't have to play back as far. Uh, you know, we had a big play in the, in the first half. We're up three, nothing. And they drove down to the five yard line, had a first and uh, first and goal from the 10, got five yards on first down. So they had second and goal from the five. And then we got three straight incomplete passes and, and got a four, uh, a fourth down stop and turned around and went down and, and scored. So they had a chance to go up seven, three, and you know, our defense did a great job of holding and, and getting us the ball back. And then we were able to go up 10, nothing. So, um, you know, that was a, that was a huge play in it. You know, we really just, you know, I was really impressed with the way we, we handled Kearney. Uh, they ended up having to put him out at wide receiver. He, he went from quarterback to wide receiver and they started throwing the ball and, and he did a nice job. He caught a touchdown pass. Uh, he caught, he made some, some good runs off of, off of short passes and, but we kept them out of the end zone mostly. We gave up three touchdowns with our varsity. And, you know, we got to the point in the end there where the JVs were both in and, and their JV scored on our JV. So, I mean, that happens. I mean, you give up 18 points basically with our varsity to uh, a team that's averaging almost 60 points a game. I thought our defense played really well. Well, they definitely played very well. And uh, another thing you've done very well all season long is your, goal, uh, is your uh, red zone defense. Uh, how much emphasis do you put that on, on practice and, and, uh, how do you evaluate your team's performance against uh, the red zone? Oh, we, that's one of our big philosophies is, you know, even if they get a long play, we, we want to try to chase them down. We want to stop them. As long as we keep them out of the end zone, we think we can get a stop. 
with with our red zone defense and we don't do anything special we don't do any special you know series on it we just really concentrate on on having that mentality of hey as long as they're not in the end zone we can get a stop here you know if they have to snap the ball again we can get a stop we can get a turnover we can get a sack we can do something that will keep them out of the end zone and and we've done a pretty good job of that. I mean, most of the scores have been from a distance. I mean, we've given up a few red zone scores where they've just pounded in from short yardage. But for the most part, if if they want to score, they got to do it from a distance. And, and we, we really work hard on that. Well, I, I think any team would be be uh, very happy with the results that you guys have had on short yardage. And uh, uh, but let's let's talk a little bit about Iowa Valley. You know, they're they're a very talented team. What what did they do well? And uh, who do they have that you want to mention uh, maybe perform pretty well in this game? Well, like I said, their, their quarterback, uh, Evan Kearney, does a really nice job for him. They ended up moving him to wide receiver, and, and they played uh, a number six. I don't remember. He was one of their wide routes that he came in and played quarterback. I don't know his name, but he threw a really nice ball. Uh, you know, he was a very good option for them. It makes them very dynamic when you have a kid uh, as athletic and as explosive as Kearney is to be able to put him in three spots. You know, they could put him at – at quarterback and, and let him throw and run the ball there. Uh, they can put him out at, at wide receiver and throw him the ball and then let him run after the catch. I mean, I suppose they could put him at tailback too. I guess they don't really do that. They just run him from the quarterback spot. But, I mean, being able to move him all over the field, uh, wide receiver, backfield, wherever, and have to count for him, that that's tough. And, and you know, that number six, their, their quarterback, he had 138 yards passing. The, in our stats, I don't know what their stats had him at. You know, always, always a little different. But, I mean – he did a really nice job throwing the ball. Um, you know, their their offense, their defensive line did a really nice job against us. Uh, you know, last year we were able to run the ball at will in the first half against them. We really got the corner and really owned the line of scrimmage, and they did a very nice job. Uh, once again, I'm a, I'm a math teacher, so I'm a numbers guy. Number 56 played their D tackle. Did a really nice job inside of, of, of giving us trouble, of getting into our backfield and, and, and making plays. You know, and they just did an overall job. They really came out in the first quarter and played very physical and, and really took away what we wanted. And, and I was, you know, I was impressed that our kids adapted, but I was impressed with how they played us early on. Well, uh, let's. Uh, you mentioned that uh, you, you were able to get some of your junior varsity and some of these bench players in the game. Who are some of these younger players that you're happy to get some some playing time and, and maybe did a little something to impress you during their playing time? Well, I mean, we – you know, we get to the point there, you know, our JV, some of our JV rolls some of the varsity, but, you know, um, Clayton Miller does a nice job at quarterback for him. Lyric McCarty does our tailback. You know, sometimes it's tough when you when you get into a, a Friday night setting, kids get a little nervous. I mean, we, I don't know. I mean, we got a lot of kids there. I don't know if I can really single anybody out from our JV that, that we, you know, we want to talk about like that. But, I mean, they're all kids that come to practice. They do a great job. They'll, they're going to show up in the next couple of years and be playing varsity themselves and, and they'll, they'll get there. You know, it's just, you know, I, I really don't have a whole lot there. All right. Well, let's, let's move on to new London. Uh, I think you play new London next week. I can't remember whether it was home or on the road. It's home. It's homecoming for us this week. So we're, we're busy into that. And, uh, you know, they're explosive too. Uh, they got a lot of athletes, you know, they can give them, they got they got the Lopez kid at, at quarterback that does a nice job of running the show, and they got Blaze Porter at one right out, and and um, uh, Bowden Pickle plays one of their tailbacks, and 
and uh, the Seabird kid plays another running back for them, and, and they're they're both explosive, fast kids. I mean, you know, New London won the state title in, in state track this year, so they got a lot of speed on their team. Uh, you know, we got to really work to make sure we stop that. Um, you know, the, the, the tough part, too, with, with some of those runners is you can be in the right position and they can make you miss. They're, they're very elusive. You know, they do a, a good job of moving the ball. Uh, they're going to be a, a, a tough for our defense to handle, but, you know, I think we can – we can work with that to get some things to, to stop them. You know, defensively, we're going to see a very similar stuff style of what we saw from Iowa Valley. Uh, New London has always played us really tight in terms of, of scoring. I mean, last year was seven nothing, and we, we scored on a halfback pass. I mean, that's how close that game was. Both teams played really good defense, and we're going to see that again this year. You know, we're just going to have to, you know, stay with our game plan and and be physical and move the ball and and. and and try to get in the end zone a little more than one time. Well, you're talking about a school that had a state championship in track and a state championship in baseball. Uh, you know, uh, that really does show that they have some, some tremendous athletes. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a, a big game. Do you? Yeah, I do. It's, it's, you know, it's right now for the district title. I mean, there's only three of us in the district that are still undefeated us, uh, new London and Lone Tree. Uh, you know, if Lone Tree beats Winfield this week, then next week when we go to Lone Tree, it'll be the third week in a row that it's district title people, you know, we're going for a district title. So, I mean, it's good for our kids to have a little pressure and, and, and to see how they adapt. And I think our kids will do a good job with it. Well, you started out with uh, 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 some really, really good teams that you played. And then uh, you played a couple teams that, let's, let's face it, they're not, they're, they're not ready to play a, a, a top 10 team in the state. Uh, but right now, you're in the middle of a very, very tough stretch. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, I think this Iowa Valley game really gets, gets you ready for this, does it? It sure does. I mean, you, you know, it's, it's, it's work for our kids to get ready for this. I mean, we're, we're taking, you know, we're not taking anybody lightly, even the teams that, you know, that we, we handled pretty easily. We didn't take them lightly. I mean, we're, they're high school kids still. I mean, we can still, you know, make mistakes. We just keep working at, at doing what we want to do right and, and stay the course. Well, uh, you're going to be on uh, – what, what time is the game? 7 o'clock. It's 7 o'clock. Waco and, Warriors uh, Live, yep, YouTube channel. Search for Waco Warriors Live on YouTube. You can find it. And it's a great place to watch games, and uh, uh, it's probably going to be one of the one of the premier marquee matchups in the state this week. Uh, well, we're, we're uh, uh, coming close to the end here. Is there anything that we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. I mean, we seem to cover quite a bit. I mean, our, I mean, I was just really happy with the way our kids adapted. And, and after a slow first quarter, I wouldn't even say a slow first quarter, after a hard-fought first quarter, we were able to, to, to continue and, and, and have some success. So it's always fun to talk about these guys. Well, I got one more question for you. Uh, and I, I almost asked you this first, and I just realized I about forgot. Well, uh, a lot of teams, uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, you, um, uh, Simeon Reichenbach got a little cramp. You know, uh, just managing injuries, you know, I mean, let's just, you know, you got players that are maybe 90% injured and players that are 10% injured, you know, how, how do you, how do you deal with that in practice the week ahead? Uh, uh, what do you, how, how does the coach manage the uh, injuries that have got to be piling up in the fifth, sixth, seventh game of the year? Well, the nice thing about us is that we're really deep, uh, you know, and I, I guess I've said this before on here, you know, I almost embarrass sometimes of, of, of how deep we are as an eight man school. Uh, you know, we have 13, 14 kids that we have no problem putting on the field in, in multiple positions. And so, 
you know, if we get a kid that's nicked up, we can we can give them some rest and practice, and, and we still have kids that they can get some reps, quality reps, and and prepare themselves to go in if it doesn't happen on a Friday night. So, you know, for our standpoint, it's different than a lot of schools, uh, just because we have such a large senior class. We have 11 seniors out. They do a great job of of complementing each other, and and you know, we got underclassmen that step up and play too. But I mean, we have so many varsity players that we our depth just really helps us to to manage those injuries and. You know, hopefully, you know, it's twice now. You know, Simeon hurt a leg in, got a, got a, uh, can't remember which game we had at home. HLV, he, he took a hit and wasn't able to play for some of the game. And, and Reese Oswald just stepped up and, and took over for him at, at tailback and did a nice job. And, you know, same thing happened this week. Reese stepped in and, and, and did a nice job and we were able to, to continue to roll. So, I mean, just using our depth is the best thing we got. Well, we've been talking to Coach Edeker of the Waco Warriors. They're number four in Des Moines. They're number two in Cedar Rapids, but they're number one here on Round Guy Radio. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Thanks, Dave.